Dancers have a lot to balance. From their pirouettes to their jumps, a dancer's performance is a direct result of hard work and motivation. So where does food fit into this? There's a lot of myths and a ton of antiquated ideals about what a dancer's diet should look like. And I'm here to dispel those. I'm Rachel Fine, registered dietitian nutritionist and founder of To The Point Nutrition. I'm the dance nutritionist and I'm here to tell you that to be a successful dancer, you don't have to diet. Instead, I'll teach you how to use food as your best tool to enhance your performance. A nourishing meal plan not only fuels your dancing, but also enhances your strength, improves your balance, supports your flexibility, and most importantly, reduces your risk to injury. So for everybody tuning in, Janelle Manzi, dancer with New York City Ballet. Um, hi everyone, um, I'm Janelle Manzi. I'm a ballerina with New York City Ballet, and I've also um, founded a snack company, Get Golden. And that's pretty much our journey. Yeah. 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 So it's a lot. <laughs> talk to me about uh, that diet that you took into starting Get Golden. Now, for everybody who doesn't know, Get Golden is a delicious bar that I could not even more recommend, even as a dietitian for any of the dancers that I work with, any dancers who are listening, not only are they delicious, but they are packed with some really awesome nourishing ingredients uh, that are super powerful for dancers especially. So Janelle, I really want to hear about that jump that you took into wanting to go into the food business. So it's kind of, it's a, it, it's a saga. It's a journey. Oh yeah. I... I got into the company really young and I about two years in started to feel this um injury this tendon issue in my foot and long story short after a year of getting a few cortisone injections into an area that supposedly had an extra bone I had to have exploratory surgery on one of my tendons the FHL tendon and once that whole process was completed, which was probably the most difficult, darkest time of my entire life, where once you become a professional dancer, you, you think, I mean, it's just when, when the fun begins and where, when the real work begins, but at the same time, you feel so accomplished and just kind of like your whole, like everything has kind of come to fruition. And it was just such a, I was so lost because I just didn't, it was two over two years by the time I got back on stage. And um, I, yeah, I, I really struggled with inflammation. I struggled with healing. And when I was starting to get back into the studio, I had all of these food sensitivities that kept coming up. And I mean, it got so bad. I couldn't eat avocado. I couldn't eat banana. And like my face would swell. I would get like bumps, like all over my body. And it was, like I said, like it was the hardest time of my life because I was just as someone that didn't have food allergies before and had never really thought about food. And like my mom obviously like gave us like healthy foods and food was a huge part of my family. Like I never really had to think about food mm -hmm. as fuel or, or even allergies. And so that on top of just having my body simply put, it just felt like it was failing me. And it was really, really hard. Um, I was really young. I was only just 18 yeah and I was going to Fordham at the time and yeah just trying to figure it out so 
long story short because it, it's a very long story but basically like i saw a nutritionist just really helped me um just become more fascinated and learn more about the body and about like the process of healing and everyone is different and i'm sure like we'll probably get more into this after um i talk about why i started my company but um nutrition is truly different for everyone and everyone has a different gut microbiome everyone has a different um scenario or experience in their life that might actually impact the body's ability to process food the body's microbiome and your like why you might have activities why you might develop allergies and I, like I said, I was just really searching for answers. And so I started working with this woman who introduced me to meditation and yoga and acupuncture and a more holistic approach to nutrition that was just really, really helpful for not only just my food allergies, but also just me as a person and my, my mental health, which I think like all of this is interconnected, as you know. Um, and so I started making all these different snacks with like the ingredients that I was able to eat. And I know like I was really struggling pr from inflammation. So it was just really learning about like how best to support my body and fuel my body and just be like, like kind to it and like listen to it and understand like what it needed. And so, yeah, I just started making snacks and taking pictures of them. I got really into photography because I had all this, like I had extra time and I was like playing around and, started a blog, Ballerina Journal, and which secrets out, I'm actually bringing it back, which I'm really excited about. Okay. I can't wait. Um, awesome. Yeah. So I started posting all of the recipes and the photos on this blog and became kind of known as the ballerina that bakes and makes treats and snacks. And it, for me, just brought me so much joy to be able to bring them to the studio and have my friends try them. And it, it was kind of a whole new identity and a whole new passion of mine that um, evolved from a really, really difficult period in my life. Um, and knowing that once I started getting Instagram messages from moms and daughters from like my community and in the ballet world, just saying like how these recipes changed their life or what I'm doing is very inspiring. And you realize what an impact you can have on other people and that we're all we're all kind of like on this journey together and no one's journey is the same, but if you're able to make an impact on even five people's lives, like for me, that was everything. And yeah, so I started making these snacks and then on a Kennedy Center bus um, from New York to DC, I was like trying to ask everyone about um, what photo to post. And Sarah was telling you, she just goes, you know, just, you should sell these. <laughs> and I had always been passionate about entrepreneurship and I had gone to various like different um, food conventions, female founder events throughout New York City. There are so, I mean, we're so lucky now that everything's back open. There are so many events. A lot, a lot of them are free. You just have to do your research. And so, yeah, I just kind of used that knowledge with, I guess the courage to jump there's like that book when to jump and mm -hmm. I, I remember I signed my L I called my Pilates instructor and I I asked her for a lawyer and I signed an LLC on the bed at the Kennedy Center yeah it, it was it, yeah literally I was on I remember I was on a bed at the State Plaza Hotel and on the phone with Marumba Goldwatch she's 
so near and dear to my heart, my Pilates instructor. Um, it's so weird to think about this because it was so long ago and it's just to look at how far we've come. So anyway, I got my at-home kitchen license with the plan of making all the snacks by myself and decided that that wasn't going to work out if I was going to continue dancing. So then I personally put in a decent amount of investment, hired one of my friends as my first project manager and we found our first facility. And I would say the rest is essentially history and that from there you just every part of building a business is like a stepping stone and you get to one level and you you learn and you research and you get more skills and then you see like the next level and then you learn more skills and it's it's very much about problem solving um we launched direct consumers of summer of 2020 which was not an ideal time an ideal time meaning i had more time to give the business but it was a really hard time to be launching but uh, shortly thereafter, we were brought into Air One, which is one of our main accounts in California, and have been moving, improving ever since. And it's every every day is a whirlwind, but I I'm so passionate about what we're building and what we're doing that I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I, I can't even tell you how much I relate in regard to the business end of things. Just. Uh, you know, being a dancer and then being trained as a dietitian, we're not actually ever um, officially trained to run a business. So diving into that end of, for me, private practice was, like you said, every decision you make is a stepping stone. And one thing that I'm always realizing myself, and then also just sharing with some of the younger dancers who might be interested in getting into the more nutrition field is that... Uh, it just takes time, right? It takes time to, for things to snowball, for things to, to build. And a lot of it is trial and error, which I want to hear a little bit more. I'm sure so much of this is trial and error for you, especially in regard to actually getting the bars out. I remember even when we, so when we grew from one manufacturer to the other, um, the bars kept exploding out of the machine. Oh, so we had to you have to I mean everything is about the same thing yeah. it's about reformulating and really taking a step back but what are your company values where are you sourcing your ingredients um whether you want to certify organic whether you want to certify non-gmo kosher there are so many I mean so many hurdles and packaging packaging is also super super tough so for us it's about having like a proper oxygen barrier meaning we have a very high fat bar so it's nuts and seeds bound together with coconut butter and so what that means is that we have to have proper packaging in order for the bar to have proper shelf life um and also just to taste fresh and so dealing with that and learning so many new terms and making sure i mean you learn so much too about even for me, when we first launched into grocery, just looking at our logo, our old logo, like the first one that we had ever made, um, not being able to see it on the shelf, which when uh-huh. you're building a direct consumer company, you know, and I was also so new at this, like I didn't really have that much experience. My experience is a professional ballerina. And so of course the designs look beautiful, but when you're thinking about something popping from the shelf, it's so important to have a logo that um, will one stand the test of time and to pop on the shelf and so for us it's just been problem solving and just kind of learning and 
and growing and changing, not only listening to our customers, but also seeing like, what's not working. And so for us, it was how even the box was constructed. Like when you're on the grocery shelf and the box slips up like this, it ends up hitting the top of the shelf. So that's why they, everyone has a tear out where I was horrified by this ugly tear out in the beginning because it was just not very, it was not, it's not aesthetically pleasing, especially in a direct consumer box, but it just makes so much more right. sense for our retail partners. And so it's, it's stuff like that where you really do, as I'm sure you know too with your business, like every step and every new chapter just teaches you and you just kind of have to adapt. And it's, and it's constant. It's not like you're never just staying in one place and okay, okay, we're good. Like every day is a new day. Every day there's something, there's a fire alarm, um, whether it's supply chain, whether it's a packaging issue, whether it's a lost packet, whether, yeah, it's always yeah. something. So many learning curves along the way, especially when you're from a completely different background. Like you're almost, I'm sure you had and have great support, but it can sometimes feel like you're on your own in regards to sure. bringing together this new concept in, especially like in the dance world, right? Bringing it to that population, I think is very difficult in of itself. Yes. And I think also what I struggled with was trying to figure out how, I guess the, the biggest question I got was, so are these bars for ballerinas? And I was like, no, I mean, my, my love and my primary audience are definitely ballerinas, but it's a bar for everyone and a bar for people that want to live a very active lifestyle. And um, really honing in on that message and that branding was, um, was actually very tough to figure mm -hmm. out. Yeah, we actually ended up adding a sentence onto the packaging and that we've seen um, like a good response on. But um, yeah, it's definitely. Yeah, probably just coming with your background, people were probably hesitant who weren't, who were like non yes. So you probably had to make the extra mile and saying like. And still every day, just because yeah. it is such a it's a completely different industry. Yes, absolutely. Completely different. Mm -hmm. But it does offer, you know, just for everyone listening, your bars do offer a really nice practical and convenient option for getting a refuel in, for also prioritizing anti-inflammation, which is something that a lot of dancers don't necessarily think about. They're not necessarily thinking about the impacts that what inflammation can do, whether you're recovering from an injury or not, uh, just the preventative aspect of it is really helpful. So, you know, thank you for uh, prioritizing that in your product, because I think that is super helpful for dancers and non-dancers alike. Right, yeah, it's, it's so important. And it's, I think we're just learning about, um, It'll be, I mean, everything will be a constant evolution with health and learning yeah. about inflammation. And also where you are with your own body too. Yeah, one thing I always say, you know, science in general, especially the science of nutrition, it is always evolving. Um, and you always have to be open to accepting the new research and looking into the new evidence because it's, it's always changing, it's always evolving. It's not a field that is stagnant in regard to us mm -hmm knowing the answer and then saying, okay, let's check it off our to-do list. This is a con constantly, especially when it comes to the evidence around various nutrients, how they react to the body. So it is always evolving. And for you, in regard to the food, uh, food industry, yeah. I think 
that probably has to play an even more important role, right, for you to be on top of that. Yes. Absolutely. So Janelle, one question that I really just always ask the dancers on here, how would you define what it means to be the healthy dancer? The healthy dancer. The healthiest dancer is the smartest dancer. Mm -hmm. And the smartest dancer for you. Mm -hmm. Meaning, I think you, you have, you intuitively know what, I think it's important to look to people for guidance and for help, but you intuitively know what is best for your own body. And what that means in relation to being the smartest is that you're able to make smart decisions for you. And I spent so many years, and this is, a, I'm speaking from personal experience. I feel like I spent so many years trying to listen to others and trying this elimination diet and that elimination diet. And it wasn't until I really just took a step back and just kind of took pieces of the information that I had learned and, and listened to my own body that I, I came out on the other side. And so I think it's just, it's really being smart and really learning and listening and having that be a constant process. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said earlier, you know, everybody's body is different. Every dancer's body is different. Our needs are different in regards to what gets really challenging for dancers is that comparative mindset. Yes. The dancer is in class, but another dancer needs to take a, a rest day. You know, that dancer, that's what their body needs. That's their, uh, that's their body, like an intuitive cue, essentially, is needing to rest, even to take time off. So it's just important for everyone to acknowledge that. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, no two of us are the same. And I think you just end up driving yourself insane when you try and compare yourself to others. Absolutely. So Janelle, where can dancers or anybody, even though most of the people listening to my lives are dancers, where can they find your bars and access them? I can send you links. Yeah. Um, I'll create a code. I was like, sure. I'll create a code and I'll send it to everyone. That would be awesome. So for everybody tuning in, for everybody watching the recording of this, I will post the link and I'll post the code in the comments of everything. I'll also be on YouTube, so I'll share it there. And yeah, that, Janelle, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you. We'll talk soon, okay?